Hello everyone and welcome to our fourth episode. Today we're going to listen to Pedro and I hope you'll like this episode. I'm Pedro, I'm 19 years old, I'm Mexican, I've lived in Scotland for the past seven years but I'm back in Mexico at the moment. I've been going on transatlantic flights alone since I was like 13, I've been to most of Europe by myself. I just worked on a, on a movie production, which I thought was quite cool. I didn't expect to get into that. So that was a lot of fun, like 18-hour workshops for two and a half weeks. That was a lot of fun. Describe your perfect day. Damn, that's a big one. It, no, it, like, it's such a simple question, but I say it's a big one because it depends so much on context. Because my perfect day can be so many different things. I enjoy everything, like... I often joke with my friends that, like, if I could be nothing except one thing, it'd be daring. Because I'm, like, I always love just doing random shit. <laughs> like, always <laughs> just, somebody puts a plan in front of me, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, let's send it. Let's absolutely do it. So, honestly, that would be, like, a perfect day for me. Just being, t- you know, those plans, well, I don't know if it's, like, a cultural thing in France, or even in Scotland, it's not so much, uh, like, it's not really prevalent. But within Mexican culture, there's a lot of, like, there's a plan made one hour before, and it's, like, you fucking rush to do everything, and then, like, okay, fuck it. Like, we're going three hours away for the whole day, but it's, like, I don't know. It's those sort of plans that I really love. Like, that's a perfect day for me. What about you is the hardest part for other people to understand? Shit, these are good questions. Um... (laughs) I think the fact that I give myself out a lot, like, in the sense of, it's not falling in love per se, but it's like, I really like who you are, and thus I'm going to give myself, not entirely, but like, I'm going to be more open with you than I am with other people, but that happens with me, like, really easily, and so people get, like, caught off balance, because they're like, who does he think he is, like, what's going on, like, I don't like him that way, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'm not trying to be romantic here like I just like you're cool so yeah I think a better way to put it is like I love really freely and people aren't used to that so there's like a bit of yeah it's true I don't care though I'm like I am who I am I'm not gonna change like if somebody (laughs) you know what I mean yeah Yeah, if somebody doesn't buy it then like you know that's what it is and so do you think you fall easily in love or is that completely different for you i mean yes and no because like this whole idea of giving myself very freely like that's one thing and that's outside of the romantic aspect or whatever but then like the whole falling in love thing no but with the right person it has happened (laughs) right do you believe everyone has a calling yes but probably not in the way you think. I believe everybody has a calling because they make it for themselves. Like, I believe, I think a better way to word the way I think it through is, I think everybody should find their calling because it's there and everything. Okay, I can spend, like, I could have spent the whole pandemic in bed, rotting away and nothing and being like, okay, like, this is fine, whatever. But instead it's like, okay, What's my calling? What do I want to do with my life? And that's something I think about a lot, like the whole concept of legacy. Like, what do you leave behind when you're not here? Okay. And it kind of ties into that. Like, what's your calling? What do you want to leave behind when you're not here? Like, what will your life be a monument to? 
does it put any pressure on you? Mm. Sometimes, sometimes not so much because I think about it in the sense of like, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do what I want the way I want to do it. And whatever the end result is, that's my legacy. That's what I built because it was what was driven by my passion, what was driven by my work ethic, mm -hmm. my whatever, like, because in the moment you don't think things through, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go do this project and then this project. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're somebody who's like at that level and people know you because you've done like so, so and such. So it's like, you have to let it guide you instead of trying to like obsess over over something like oh yeah i have to do this like, no yeah. just, if you enjoy it and you're passionate about it and you think it's worthwhile and you think it has deeper meaning to yourself fucking go for it otherwise mm -hmm. like sure it'll be interesting but what are you doing there like <laughs> what is a compliment you wish you received more frequent more frequently <laughs> I'm a dude, so we don't get compliments, period. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I've never thought about that. I don't think that's something I could ever even think about wanting. Because it's very much like something something genuine. Like, I don't care what it is. If you, if you really mean it and, and like you really put emotion behind it, that's a treasure to me. Like, I don't care if it's like, oh, this, oh, that. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, any compliment with meaning behind it is something to be cherished. I do like getting compliments about my photography, though. That makes me feel nice. <laughs> do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Another good question. I'm gonna keep it 100% with you. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> like, I have that image of myself where it's like, okay, like, I know who I am and I'm not going to change. Or if I change, it'll be because of a good reason, right? We're always changing. But I've gotten to that point over, like, the course of my life where I don't give a fuck how people see me anymore. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not going to be what some people like. So what? Like, I'm not here to do that. I'm here to be myself. I'm here to... Like we were talking about earlier, like, leave my impact and I'm not going to do that trying to pander to everybody. Mm -hmm. And has it always been like that somehow, or did you oh, have no. any experiences where... Yeah, no. Hell no. <laughs> I wish it'd been like that always. Um, yeah, no, it's just with life, you struggle and you get beat down and stuff, and you learn how to deal with it. I've always said, well, between friends, I've always said that, like, you... Like, the lessons that always stick with you the most are the ones you learn through suffering or through some sort of pain, because it's, like, you don't ever want to go through that again. Even with little things, like, yeah. you don't put your hand in the fire because you know you're going to be burning. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to, like, I'm not going to interact this way with certain people or do this around certain people because I know it's going to go down a really bad road. But, yeah, no, I wish it had been like that. <laughs> That's cool. That's a, I feel like it's such a great skill to, like, have early on in life. Oh, believe me, I struggle with that shit all the time. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit... But at the same time, sometimes I start doubting myself. Like, it's not even other people. It's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, this, like, you know, that idea of like, oh, the outfit in my head versus the outfit when I put it on. It's that sort of like, uh, I thought this was going to be cooler and it's not. But yeah, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of self-doubt, I think.
Um, what song should we listen after this episode? Uh, you should not have asked me that. That's a terrible question. <laughs> no, because I listen to everything and I have like a million and one songs and I'm like, this is good. It's been weird because like over last summer, um, after March, I started listening to like a lot of country and now I'm like obsessed right. with it. But uh, yeah, there's just, there's just so much poetry in, in country music, even though you like think, oh, it's all about beers and rednecks and shit. Like, no, there's a lot of like really beautiful songs. Um, I'm going to have to answer that at the end, I think. <laughs> Let me think it through. What's been your happiest memory this past year? Even the year? bad ones, like, they've left me with silver linings. I don't know if you've ever heard of Jocko Willing. It's this uh, kind of motivational speaker. He used to be in the SEALs, like, in the U.S. Army. But he has this idea of, like, something bad happened to you, good. And why, like, you say, like, oh, no, it's bad, like, why is it good? It's this idea of, like, silver linings, like, oh, okay, I, uh, I crashed my car. Good. Now, because you have to repair it and shit, I doubt you're ever going to want to drive like that again. So you're not going to, you know what I mean? So even the bad memories have left me with something sweet at the end. But recently, like, the most happy I've been was just working on the production. Like, I can't emphasize it enough. That shit was, pardon the vulgarity, that was <laughs> really, really fun. Like, every day there was, like, it felt like, uh, a soap opera every day like a hundred stories all day every day it was a lot of fun but uh yeah that's my answer <laughs> cool. cool cool um if you're single what has that taught you about yourself a lot of reflection a lot of reflection you have more time and i think i mean i assume you're like 19 20 19, yeah, okay, my age. Um, at this point in time, in our lives, there's a lot of interest and intrigue in, or what I've seen between me and my friends is there's a lot of intrigue in love and romance because you're like, I want to fall in love, I want to have that person, or I want to share this life that I have with somebody. And that's blessed, that's absolutely, like, that's a beautiful sentiment. But at the same time, it's like, you're 19. Like, yeah. And sometimes it works out, like, believe me, if I could get married at, like, 22 or 21, I would be, like, like, that's kind of a goal I have in life is get married, have kids, have a family and stuff. But, um, at this age, it's, like, you're, you're still exploring. And I learned that the hard way, because I kind of had that sentiment of, like, oh, I'm 19, like, I want to do whatever I want, but it was in the wrong context. And now it's, like, okay, I'm single. I'm not really looking for anybody because I have better things to like focus on. And that's a big yeah. thing about it, isn't it? Like in relationships, it's a commitment. It's a decision every day. And right now it's like, I'd rather work really hard for what, however long and then be like, okay, I've reached where I want to be at whatever age. So, okay. And if anything happens, and if I find somebody and it clicks, then I'm not like closed off to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like our age, it's difficult to, because in a relationship you share yourself with someone else, and it's mm -hmm. hard to share yourself when you don't really know who you even are. 
Yeah, age. absolutely. And that's something mm-hmm. I think a lot of 19-year-olds like us struggle with. It's like Yeah. Especially at university, like you've had maybe maybe a sheltered like okay, high school like you've had the same friends for so long. And well, I moved around a bunch, so I didn't get to have that. But like be, like what my friends tell me it's like, "Oh, I've had like that idea of myself for so long and all of a sudden university or work or moving out and you face that wall of who the fuck am I without yeah. everything I've ever known before. Like, who am I at the very core? Like, who am I when I'm naked to myself? Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, when looked at in the context of relationships, it's like you were saying, like, how can I share myself with somebody when I don't really know who I am in the first place? Yeah. What is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? A lot of really weird shit has happened to me. <laughs> um, my mom always tells me the story of how I was born. I kept looking at my hands and like babies aren't supposed to do that. The validity of that story, I can't really confirm it because I was like two minutes old. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's always been like, that was really weird. Really lucky. I've been really fucking lucky over the course of my life. Like weirdly lucky. Like the, the week yeah. I came over to Mexico, like... This February, I lost both of my passports, like, the week I traveled. And then on the day I traveled, all my flights got canceled. But I was still somehow able to make it to Madrid. And then in Madrid, my my phone broke. And all of my tickets for, like, when I got to Mexico were on my phone. And then mm-hmm. I got to, like, the till right before you get onto the plane. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to need your QR code. I was like... First off, no one told me anything about a QR code. Second off, my phone is broke. Like, help me out here. Um, but yeah, no, it's always been like... And that's something I share with my dad. He, he's also had like some really, really stupid luck. But somehow we always land on our own two feet, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I lost both my passports and then I found them like a day before my flight. Which was... That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Were you, like, actively looking for them? Or did you just tumble? No, I was not. One of them, I didn't even realize I had lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because I think That's I lost crazy. one. Then the, the the morning after, I woke up to, like, 20-something Instagram messages of, like, all my high school friends sending me screenshots from Facebook being like, hey, uh, is this yours? And I was like, oh. And somebody who lived... <laughs> um, like, it was weird because there's this uh, bus in Edinburgh called the 400. It goes, like, it spans the city from the airport to, like, the other side. Somebody found it on there, and they lived, like, 10 minutes away from me, walking. And I was like, that is some really, really stupid Yeah, shit. that is crazy. <laughs> what is your mother's name? And tell me what, tell me the most beautiful thing about her. Uh, her name's Blanca. Wait, in Spanish. And everything, I think. There's no specific thing. She's just a beautiful woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love I've actually been so busy. She's a very... Because I'm, I'm, I'm an only child. And she's always been, like, not a helicopter mom, but almost. You know what I mean? So she's been, like, spamming me on WhatsApp with, like, messages and stuff. And I can't always reply. And it'll be, like, a day later or something. She's like... Why are you avoiding me and like crying emojis? I'm like, mom, no. I'm just really busy. I'm sorry. But um, 
Yeah, she's really sweet like that. Are you lying to yourself about anything? I hope not. <laughs> you know how sometimes you like tell yourself certain things to cope, and then you like believe them, and you no longer realize that they're lies. I feel like that's happened to me, but I can't remember how. <laughs> yeah, but that would be in the positive way, right? Yeah, of course. Is um, it like the fake it until you make it kind oh, of thing? Oh, that's something that's been a highlight of my life. It's how I got into like the whole <laughs> fuck it, like I don't care anymore, and that's how I made it. Kind of mm -hmm. made it. Um, but yeah, no, I used to have this thing of like, I am who I am, but I have a mask that I put on in all social like interactions, and it's like, okay, like I'm not really who I am when I'm around you guys, and I get really tired, but I don't let it show. And nowadays it's like, fuck it, like I don't care. <laughs> like I don't really get tired anymore because I've kind of grown into myself. But um, yeah, I don't know about lying to myself. Maybe lying about how much I believe in myself, but I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. <laughs> yeah. How are you really? I'm balanced. Like, I've, I've kind of got into this habit of just replying positively. Because I've stopped. I used to be this, like, super downer. And be like, oh, life has no meaning, yada yada. You know, like, the quintessential high school kid with, like, long, dark hair and shit. Um, yeah, but nowadays it's like, I'm good. Like... I count my blessings. I have a roof over my head. I have a family that loves me. I've learned how to save money. So I'm not... Like, I'm blessed to say that money isn't something I really, really need. Um, like, yeah, I'm just grateful with everything. And when you're grateful with everything, you kind of really understand. Like, there's a lot to be mm -hmm. thankful for. So I'm like, you know what? This could be a lot worse. And even if it was worse, I'd still be grateful for whatever I have. So I'm always going to be okay. <laughs> Which one of your parents' personality traits do you want to keep, and which one do you want to let go of? I was almost going to say none of them, but uh, no, I do admire some of their stuff. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of my dad, about my dad that I really, really, really admire. But there's also a lot that, because I know how he grew up, and I know he's, like, gone through it and, like, blah 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 like I understand where he's coming from and where those behaviors like stem from or attitudes and stuff but I'm like I can deal with this better than you can and you're still like giving me shit about it <laughs> and with my mom her resilience I think her utter resilience and strength with my dad I don't know just savvy confidence and stuff that I don't want to keep is all the other stuff <laughs> Like, I'm very independent, and I've been very independent ever since I went off to university, like, aggressively independent, and that's translated into, like, I am who I am, and yeah, I might share, like, physical traits, obviously, because of genetics, or, like, certain behaviors and stuff. What have you tolerated from others in the past that you no longer have space for? I like the phrasing of that, that you no longer have space for, um, or energy for, really. A lot, I think. I used to be a, a people pleaser, and I'd let myself, like, I'd, right. I'd rather suffer myself instead of let somebody else be inconvenienced. And I learned that, I learned the hard way that it only made problems for me. Even when I was trying to do that, like, I didn't do it the right way, or they didn't appreciate it the way I would have liked them to, or they didn't even see it at all. So it developed into this, like, I'm just going to be who I am, like, I'm not going to try and 
pander or accommodate somebody else. And it's translated into like working professionally. Like I can see certain people have certain attitudes of like, I don't know if you've ever noticed like, if people put periods at the end of their sentences, it's like, oh, aggressive and all of this or that. Like, I don't care. I'll just put periods at the end of my sentences and be really professional. Like, look, this is what needs to be done. It needs to be done, blah, blah, blah. Like, or like if they messed up, it's like, hey, you messed up. It can't happen again. Like, really? Like, mm-hmm. okay. This is professional. Like, there's no, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's no space for, for that sort of cushion. Like, I'm not going to accommodate you because, A, I don't have time, I don't have the energy to do it, and it's detrimental to our objective or our goal. Um, but, yeah, in terms of tolerating other stuff, it's... Uh, I've not become intolerant, per se, but I've just learned to let things go. Like, it's none of my business. I'd rather not even be involved in this. Like, goodbye. Like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's more like a shift in where you place your energy. Absolutely. Whether, yeah. Cool. Okay, and I like to finish on the question. Um, how would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? Belief. Belief is a good word. To be who you want to be for that other person and your belief in yourself that you can be who that other person wants you to be for them. Even if it's not verbalized or even if it's said like, oh, you shouldn't even think that way, like it's not a transaction. I think we all tend to think that way of like, I'm giving and I'm receiving, but what am I giving and what am I receiving? Mm-hmm. And so it's a belief in, in them and in your love with two people and the idea that it's not going to go away and you're going to work to make it not go away. I don't know. <laughs> love is a very complicated thing. Yeah. I think I have that song in mind. It's a really sad, it's probably the saddest country song. I know it's uh, tomorrow by Chris Young. It's very like, it's kind of a breakup. It is a breakup song, but it's like, it's really hard hitting because all the other songs I have are like, or I know of, or like their poetry, even the ones that aren't country, they're all like really nice songs, but none of them have that fucking gut punch <laughs> that uh, Tomorrow by Christian does. But uh, yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you want to participate, that's absolutely possible. You just have to click the link in the description. See you next week.